Hello and welcome to Z3 News. I'm James Bailey and today is Wednesday, May 13th, 2020. And I want to continue today along the lines of what we were discussing yesterday when we were discussing the final kingdom upon the earth, which I would think would be a topic that everybody would be interested in uh, because it's totally relevant to what's happening in our life today. Because as I showed in the scriptures yesterday, this kingdom continues all the way until the end, until the Lord Jesus Christ returns to destroy it. So I'm not talking about something out of left field here. This is something we've heard about in the Bible, but yet we've not uh, connected it to what's happening in the real world today. And I hear so much confusion about this topic, and it's really not that complicated. The scriptures are very clear about it. And once you see it in the scriptures, then you can begin to understand and see what's happening right in front of our faces. And this is ultimately why I'm doing this program, because the Lord put it on my heart this past Sunday, and I prayed about it, and I went to bed that night thinking, oh God, I wish I'd hope you would just give me some kind of a a dream or vision and just make it crystal clear that this is what you want me to do. And I didn't get anything. I didn't get anything like that. But yet I had this on the inside. I see this great need. And so I feel compelled to get this message out because I'm so tired of seeing my Christian brothers and sisters so uh, misled. And I understand that because I spent almost my whole life believing the same lies. But once I saw it, once I started digging into it, I found confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. And what better place to find it than in the Bible? And I went over the first scripture passage that I wanted to share yesterday, but there's more. And it's it's not uh, a mystery. It's It's plain. It's it's not, we're not talking about uh, some curveball coming out of left field at the last minute that's going to surprise us, and uh, some kingdom that, you know, we never heard of is going to be the one that fulfills all the prophecies about, you know, the rise of the beast and the mark of the beast, and the whole world will worship the beast, and all of those things that, you know, uh, Satan's man of sin is going to be given power for 42 months. It's all the same. There's no, there's no uh, break. Uh, there's no uh, surprise. It's, it's all revealed in the scriptures. It's the same one that's been operating for over 2,000 years. But yet they have transformed themselves to take a different tactic to operate as infiltrators among us as the iron infiltrated the clay in the feet of the statue that King Nebuchadnezzar saw in his dream. You know, for the longest time, they operated out in the open as the legs of iron. For over 2,000 years, they operated that way. So you had Roman soldiers wearing, wearing Roman uniforms and carrying Roman banners and Roman symbols, and it was everybody knew that it was Rome. But when they morphed into the feet, they infiltrated the clay. And they, they walk among us, but yet they are not with us. They have a completely different agenda. 
And so we have to start reading the scriptures to find the answers and believing the scriptures more than what we see happening uh, and what we hear the world saying. The world has a totally different narrative of what's happening. Totally different. I mean, where is this kingdom of Rome today? We, we don't even hear about it. We hear about the superpower, the United States, the bastion of freedom and righteousness in the world, right? Okay, I, I believe that with all my heart for many, many years. I always thought we were the good guys, could do no wrong. Well, there's a whole lot of evidence showing that we've done a whole lot of things not, not right. Now, there's a difference between the United States, the original uh, vision of our country that our founders put forth, uh, you know, as they fled from the tyranny of the monarchies in Europe and all of the persecution that they endured there, and they sought a better uh, form of government, and they purposely uh, divided the powers so that you wouldn't have one man um, holding all the reins of power, because wherever that has happened around the world throughout history, it's always the same. It results in disaster for the people, because that one man uh, always seeks to exalt himself and put down uh, the masses. At, so it's at their expense that he rules. It's tyranny. So that's what our founders tried to uh, get away from. They tried to establish a form of government where the federal government is limited in power and could not ha have the ability to uh, rule as tyrants over us. They tried to have a form of government where the government was more afraid of the people than the people were afraid of the government. But look what, look what has happened. We have gone so far astray from that original vision and uh, in a relatively short uh, time that our country has existed. We, are, we have morphed into something that's completely centralized, a big government that dictates to all of us by executive order. There's no need even for Congress many times to vote on things. And if they do vote, they have this uh, prepackaged 1,000 or 2,000-page document that they're not even given time to, re to read. They're just told how to vote on it. I mean, there's some things very wrong with our republic, uh, namely the fact that it's no longer a republic. You know, as we've been led to believe that we're still operating under that original um, great vision and that we still have all these constitutional rights and that the Constitution still is the rule of the day. But if you look at what's really happening, we ignore it left and right. We want nothing to do. I mean, the con Constitution is, is trampled on routinely in our land. But yet, not much is said about it. Not much is done about it. Nobody goes to jail for, for violating it. And so we have these two totally different narratives, two totally different versions of reality. And each of us is going to have to choose which, which reality are you living in. Because the one is truth and the other is fiction. It's completely fabricated. It's like living on the tr in the Truman Show with, with a movie where Jim Carrey starred, where the whole, the whole city, everything in his whole world was scripted to make it appear to be something that it was not. And that's kind of what our uh, current 
uh, world is like because it's not real. And, you know, we hear messages daily bombarding us everywhere we turn, whether it's the news media, and it could be Fox News or CNN, it could be left or right, it doesn't matter. We're getting, at best, half-truths, but, but really we're, we're getting uh, distortions where we're never, we'll, you're, you'll never hear Fox News or CNN or any of those uh, mainstream media outlets, they'll never tell you the truth that the Roman Empire is alive and well today, that Rome is dictating louder and stronger, more clearly than ever before in their history, to their occupied lands. But because of the fact that Rome has morphed, they're no longer operating out in the open as the iron legs, but because they've gone undercover as the iron is hidden within the clay, we don't see them. We don't see them operating openly. They have a stealth kingdom that rules by deception because they, for the time being, they want to continue to have the consent of the masses so they can continue to advance their schemes and buy themselves some time to, to go forth conquering, to go forth overthrowing governments around the world, uh, bringing more nations into submission to their will. And so we just have to dig a little beneath the surface, but once you start doing that, it becomes very clear, very obvious. We can start connecting all the dots and seeing who the players are. And, you know, ask the question, where are they? Well, they're right in front of our face. We see them every day. They're presented on all the news programs, the same people that are, that are playing these roles. But yet we allow ourselves to get um, sucked in to the deception, to where we start uh, uh, allowing them to pull our strings and manipulate us so that we start getting riled up and say, well, that's not right, and they're not going to do that to me. No, siree, I'm going I'm to speak out. I'm going to take sides and, and, it's, and get all uh, bogged down exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to uh, pit the one side against the other, to they ultimately will bring us to the point of killing each other in a civil war, which is what they did in the past. And I just, you know, I just want to say, come on, guys, let's let's turn off the television. Let's turn off the um, mainstream news media. And and by the way, it's everywhere else too. It's in all the movies and books and history books and. I mean, you try to, even if someone has an interest in the topic and wants to study, you have to be so careful because the authors have rewritten history, uh, sometimes unknowingly because they've been taught so many lies. So we need to go back to the source of truth. We need to go back to the Bible. We need to go back to God. And, And God has given us everything we need. He's given us all the answers very clearly, but yet because it requires faith, because it's not all out there in the open where everybody can see it, we have turned away from it. We have ignored it. We have believed what we see with our eyes more than what we see in our heart, what God is revealing to us in the scriptures. And so we have put ourselves in great danger. 
And I'm talking, it's pervasive. It's all over the place. I don't hear any leaders even talking about it. I'm reading it in the Bible. I'm seeing it uh, confirmed again and again in historical facts. But yet, I'm not hearing any voice of opposition in our land. The enemy is advancing his schemes uh, remarkably well. But there is no voice of opposition. If it doesn't come from the Christians, if it doesn't come from Christian leaders, where is it? There is no, there is no opposition because our leaders, we're all just so blindly deceived. And it wasn't that way if you go back 100, 150, 200 years or, or longer. If you read the quotes of our founders and you read the quotes of some of the people in history, they, they knew exactly what was happening. But it was about that time that this kingdom morphed into something that it never had been before, something that no other kingdom had ever been. It morphed into a uh, stealth kingdom, and it has advanced remarkably well this way. And it has because they are the iron. They are unified. They have one purpose in mind. They have an allegiance, a clear loyalty, and they don't deviate, and they're committed to it. As evil and as dark as it is, they are unwavering in their commitment. And so they are having good success. And that's just the way unity works. You know, the Tower of Babel, God said he had to uh, come and intervene and confuse the tongues and the languages of the people because if he didn't, no, he said nothing will be impossible for them because they were all of one mind. And so that's what we're up against is an iron-willed, unrepenting, unrelenting, continually going forth, conquering and to conquer empire that continues to operate to this day. And this kingdom is alive and well on planet Earth, and we're going to have to wake up and realize it because their plans call for our destruction. That's exactly what they're planning to do, and this is why God began to reveal these things to his people over recent years. I had a dream back in 2014 where I saw the, the government of the United States presented as if we were some corporation, which is exactly what they are, I learned later. It is a corporation, and this corporation was committed to mass murdering the American people. And I thought, what in the world? I thought, what in the what is this? I that had never I'd never heard such a thing. I don't know even know why would I get such a warning. What where did this come from? Because I was clueless. Because I had no idea what's happening in the world. Because I hadn't uh, read or studied or understood the scriptures. And so it took a process of time. It took a, uh, a search and a, a commitment. It took a turning away from unrighteousness. And as I began to get more serious and more devoted and more committed to seeking the truth, God began to open my eyes to understand the things that I was already getting by revelation but had no idea what it meant. And so God began to help me see things even though it took me a long time to understand. And I understand what that's like because I went through that process. I don't expect you to listen to me share uh, one or two scriptures and now you're going to just snap your fingers and change your whole worldview. But if you take the scriptures and begin to meditate on it and begin to think, what would this mean? If there is this kingdom, if this is what's happening 
what would that mean? What would that look like? And begin to um, take it to the next step. And that's that's really what we haven't done because we've heard uh, for a long time that the the uh, Nebuchadnezzar's statue, that the the final kingdom was Rome, but yet we didn't connect it because it says the it continues until the Lord returns to crush the feet of it. And so, therefore, there's this disconnect. I mean, just take it one step further, and you end up to, you start seeing that, oh my gosh, this kingdom is still alive and well. What does that mean? Why don't we hear about it? Why are we not hearing anything, any mention of this? And, and the fact that we're not is not evidence that it doesn't exist, because the Bible tells us it does. The fact that we're not hearing any mention of it tells us that that's the extent of the control that they have over our media. And you know, our, our media outlets have been consolidated for decades. And there was a guy who wrote a book back in the early 80s, and he was raising, he was sounding the alarm because he said that our media, the, the media in the United States has been um, concentrated now to where uh, n- over 90% of all media outlets are owned by only 50 companies. Well, that was in the early 80s. And in the 90s, legislation was passed and signed into law by President Bill Clinton to allow uh, media corporations to merge with other media corporations. And so these mergers uh, took place in the 90s that have allowed the uh, media to be concentrated even more to where today it's just six companies own all over 90% of all media outlets, not just television, but books, magazines, newspapers, radio, all of it is in the hands of just six corporations. And so it's, it's easier, it's more powerful than ever before, and it's easier than ever before for them to uh, control, for a central source to control it. And, and then we have these intelligence agencies who are actually, it's a proven, documented fact, they're writing the script, they're writing the news stories, they're, they're writing the, the movie scripts, they're writing the, the books, the magazines. We are being controlled. We are being, uh, we're in a, like a mind control center where we're being indoctrinated. And so we have to make this choice. You know, when you see it in the scriptures and when you begin to search it out and study it and seek God about it, and then you see a completely contrary uh, worldview presented everywhere around us, we're going to have to make a choice as to who we trust. Who do we believe? Do we trust the Word of God? Or do we trust Fox News? But if we're going to trust God's Word, it starts with, first of all, knowing what His Word says. And so I want to share another scripture that reveals Rome ruling and reigning until the end, and that is in Daniel chapter 9. And in chapter 9, Daniel is feeling physically ill because of the visions that he received in chapters 7 and 8, and he didn't understand them. And he was seeing things that were 
uh, pertaining to the time of the end, and, and he's trying to sort it all out, and it's just, uh, and nobody was able to help him. Nobody was able to explain it to him because they didn't know. And so the angel Gabriel came to help give Daniel understanding of the visions that he had received. And when he came, he told Daniel four times, the vision pertains to the time of the end. There shouldn't be any confusion over that because that's a very clear statement and Gabriel stands in the presence of God. So he's telling us the truth. But yet there is a lot of confusion. People try to claim that, oh, all these things have been fulfilled already. Uh, Daniel was not seeing things pertaining to the end. Just exactly contradicting. I, I don't understand that because I've had discussions with people and I quote specific words from Gabriel and it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've got my mind made up here. I don't care what some angel from heaven has to say about it. But even if we don't believe Gabriel, we should at least believe the events that he outlined, that he told Daniel, he explained to Daniel the events that were going to happen in the future. And if you just look at the events that he gave, they're clearly things that have not yet been fulfilled. And that's in verse 24. He says that uh, all sin would come to an end. All transgression would end. And uh, he says that vision and prophecy would be sealed up. Well, we know those things haven't happened. Sin is, uh, is not even reached its peak yet. It reaches its peak when the man of sin um, commits the abomination that causes desolation, when he goes into the temple and declares that he's God. That's the, the peak, high, highest point of sin as man has devolved from the beginning. We have not gotten there yet, but that will happen, and then sin will be brought to an end, and a new kingdom will be established on the earth, and vision and prophecy in that kingdom will no longer be needed. They're still needed today, and we still operate in those gifts. We know in part, we see in part, and so we need uh, God to help us with gifts of revelation so we can see things that we otherwise would be blind, blindsided by. And in verse 26, Gabriel tells Daniel, a time is coming when the Messiah will be cut off. Okay, and we know that was fulfilled, so that was a huge marker along the way. And then after that, he talks about a time when the city, the city of Jerusalem, and the sanctuary, the temple of God, would be destroyed. And that event has also happened. That was fulfilled about 40 years or so after Jesus was crucified, roughly around 70 A.D. Roman armies surrounded the city of Jerusalem, and they destroyed it, and they destroyed the temple, and they killed large numbers of the Israelites. And among those who survived, many of them were sold into slavery and scattered among the nations, and a very small number was allowed to survive and stay in the area. But that is a well-documented fact that it happened and that it was the Roman armies who did it. And that's very important because that same prophecy right there in verse 26, it also identifies a 
a future event coming after that because it says the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. So this is a great scripture because it connects Rome with two events. One that we know happened about 2,000 years ago, and the other is something that has not yet happened. It refers to the prince who is to come. And to find out who this prince is, we just have to keep reading because the next verse identifies specific things that apply only to the Antichrist. And specifically in verse 27, it talks about on the wings of abomination shall be one who makes desolate. This is a reference to Jesus quoted from this in Matthew 24, referring to the abomination that brings desolation. This is the event where the man of sin goes into the temple and declares that he is God. And the same verse reveals that before he does that, he makes a covenant with many, which would include Israel. But in the middle of the week, the middle of a seven-year agreement, he violates his own promise, his own covenant, and he brings an end to sacrifices and offerings. Well, you know this cannot be referring to the return of the Lord. Jesus would not make a promise and then break it, and he would not commit the abomination of desolation. So this prince who is to come is not referring to the Messiah. It's referring to the false Messiah. So right there in verse 26, it's connecting Rome, who destroyed Jerusalem, in 70 AD, will also be around at the end. They will be the people of the Antichrist. Now, if Rome uh, had withered and died in 1806, as the, the way our history books tell us, and they ceased to exist as an empire, then why would it be even worth mentioning? Why would we be told in the scriptures that Rome will be the people of the prince who is to come? Clearly, Rome must be alive and well at the end. And not only that, they must have the power to back the Antichrist. Somebody has to uh, groom the man. Somebody has to help him uh, rise to power. Somebody who has power has to open doors of influence for him. And that somebody is identified as Rome, the one who truly has the power at the end. Not only that, but it tells you the Antichrist will be a stooge of Rome. He will be doing the bidding of Rome. There's no way they're going to open those doors for him if he's not doing what they want. He's on board with them. He has betrayed his own nation, his own people, to serve the interests of this diabolical kingdom thinking that through doing so, he can gain some glory for himself. But again, just like with Nebuchadnezzar's statue, Rome is there at the end. Rome has the power and influence. Rome is right there wrapped around the man who rules the whole world. And if Rome has ruled for over 2,000 years, and if Rome is ruling at the very end, Guess what's happening today? Rome is ruling today. It's right there in the scriptures. It wouldn't be important to point it out 
if it wasn't in the scriptures. And these are not the only scriptures. I will be sharing more in upcoming programs, but I think that's enough for one day, and I'm going to stop there for today. And I wanted to mention before I go that YouTube has been suppressing my videos so that they don't get listed, they don't get viewed, and uh, very few people can find them. If you're not on uh, Z3 News or if you're not on uh, the Z3 News mailing list, it's almost impossible for people to hear these messages. So if you would like to help uh, get this, if you're connecting with this message and you'd like to help get the word out, please give thumbs up to the message that helps move it up in the uh, the rankings of the of what gets viewed. So thanks for joining me today and I hope to be back again soon with another program. Until then, so long.